I've been raving on about pop rock songs of the 1980s and I brushed Tim Arvia, who was waiting patiently on the phone in Townsville. And I'll also will give you those Broncos and Dolphins teams as well. But Tim Arvia is community cabinet up in Townsville. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk unveiling a big energy announcement for the state's north. Look, I haven't really got into it on the show. The Kareem I went big on it today, but it's a big project up there. Copper String 2.0. It's billed as the most significant power network project in decades, and it'll be 100% state-owned. It'll cost us $5 billion. Boy, oh boy, we've got some cash in Queensland. We can just buy anything we want. Tim Arvia from Nines in Townsville. What's happening, mate? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? They're big money. Um, Cameron Dick actually stood up at the press conference and said all this money is coming from coal royalties, and that is why we can do it, and um, took some shots at the LNP saying if the LNP were in power, they, they wouldn't have these coal royalties and this project wouldn't get done. So um, we'll come back to the cost in a second, because that is interesting, the whole $5 billion element of it, and maybe... Could that be less? Could we spend that coal royalty money on things like hospitals as well? Um, return to that in a second. But for people who don't know what this copper string is, it's a 1,100-kilometre copper power cable that's going to stretch from Townsville out into the outback to, to Mount Isa. And it's going to connect mining businesses, businesses out there with these renewable energy zones the government's building, so south, uh, solar and wind farms. Uh, the idea is to give businesses out in northwest Queensland who have some pretty unreliable and expensive power, reliable power, and also funnel renewable energy back into the national energy grid. So awesome for businesses out there. Uh, whether we actually see our own pe- uh, power bills come down, that's yet to be determined. So that's what the project is. Um, now, back to the cost of it. There is, it cost $1.8 billion, we were told, but in the 2020 election campaign, both the LNP and Labor said they were going to support this project, and Anastasia Palaszczuk told us it was going to be a $1.8 billion project. Uh, only about six months ago, that had risen to about $2.5 billion. Now it's $5 billion. So why is it $5 billion? The, the, the Premier didn't give the best explanation in the press conference today, I must say. But uh, essentially, we're told that there's a section of the Townsville to Hewenden stretch of, of power line that's being upgraded from 330 kilovolts to 500, so nearly double for part of the stretch of line. And also, they say global supply conditions. So it's still, even with that explanation, still seems like a pretty big price increase oh, to go man. from 1.8 billion to 5 billion. So, oh, we've lost him there. Just try and re-establish him line because this is absolutely fascinating. Awesome project. So sorry, so hang on a sec. We just dropped you there. So we, sure. just, just, I'll take you back to where you were. So you were talking about, um, you know, we had this stretch of line that meant it uh, had to be um, more, and it's blown out from two and a half to five billion. You told us that the premier's explanation wasn't very good today. Mm, so. Part of the line is being upgraded, so yeah. it's going to be able to carry more electricity on it. Okay. And also global supply conditions. That's yeah, okay. why yeah. the project has gone up so much. Uh, whether that, whether people will be, uh, I guess, will buy that is an, it's a pretty big increase just just for one it's huge. of the power to be upgraded. Two and a half billion. There's a Gather Stadium right there. Uh, and whether or not that is the final price is also something else because this isn't going to be completed until 2029. So wow. what the price will be by then. Um, having said all that, it still may turn out to be a pretty good project if what the government says stacks up. 
And they, this does unlock a lot of new business, a lot of new industry, a lot of new minerals industry. They say we've got a lot of minerals out there that can build things like solar panels, batteries, things that will be in demand around the world. So if this does actually open up our export industries and increase our trade, the $5 billion might turn out to be a, a, good, a good deal. But the proof will be in the pudding. And as we've seen, sometimes markets change, sometimes demands change. Hopefully we, we aren't left with a $5 billion white elephant, but... Um, We'll have to wait and see. Uh, that, that's what the government's laid out for us today. Uh, it's going to create 800 jobs. The Premier channeled a bit of well camp when she said, we'll build it and the jobs will come. Uh, I remember the last time she said that about a project was a well camp, but hopefully this one turns out to be a bit more successful. Um, but plenty of people backing it. Now, what seems to be happening here, Tim, is that governments, and particularly our government, in Queensland is gung-ho on green energy. It's, and we know this is happening. It's not going to stop. But it looks as though the infrastructure around green energy needs to be funded by government. Is that what we're talking about here? Like no private operator saying, I'll take that risk. No, exactly right. So the government's doing this. It's 100% state-owned. So it's a, it's a lot of risk, I guess, for the Queensland tax yeah. because if they stuff this up... We're all going to be paying for it. If they get it right, then we all see the benefits too. But uh, that is essentially the government is doing the investment. They've taken over from a, a company that was overseeing the project. Um, I asked the Premier how much they the government has paid to take over the project. She wouldn't say commercial incompetence again. So we don't know that element of it. That that amount is included in the $5 billion, But, yeah, it's a, a little bit of, a bit of a mystery there. Um, I, I really don't think we'll see the true value. No. Probably for another 10 years, know if this has been a, an absolute goal or if it's been an own goal. It, it, and it's it's hard to it's hard to get your head around. Look, I saw the story in the Courier Mail today, and it made my eyes sort of roll into the back of my head. And now you've come on and explained it properly for me. I, I get it now. What we're dealing with is green energy is coming. They want private companies to develop green energy, but the government's got to pay for the infrastructure around it and take the huge risk. Hey, mate, youth yeah. crime was the big story you reported to us yesterday from Townsville. Any developments today? Uh, they found the two cars, the other two cars. There was three cars involved in ramming the police officers. They found – so one car was set on fire um, by the, uh, the youths, and the other two were outstanding yesterday. Um, they have located both those cars now, um, but the actual um, ten up to 10 criminals, they're still outstanding. So okay. still no word on them. The police, I've actually had some um, interesting chats to people at Youth Crime today. It's talking to a, a, tow, a lot of tow truck drivers, and they said uh, they get about six a day, cars stolen up here in Townsville. Uh, they said there's going to be a big spike before winter. A lot of the kids go on a, on a spree and use these cars, cars for ram raids ahead of winter because they prefer to be locked up at winter. They get three meals a day, better accommodation than often what they've got at home. Um, wow. Both sad and interesting in a, in a number of ways. Um, and they also said they have uh, – I said, this must be good business for you. you tow truck drivers, you must be raking it in with all these recovered cars. And they said it's actually a pain in the backside because they have to deal with the customers who – people have had their car stolen, and the prices are mandated by the state government – and no, the government. And so these people have had their car stolen. It's been recovered. They've then got to turn up and pay 
the towing fee to get their car back. So yeah. right now that's something when we speak and hear from a lot of victim groups at these town, town halls and these crime forums, they all say there needs to be more support for victims. The victims are always left in the lurch and there's more rights for the actual criminals now, the victims. I reckon that's a pretty good example of it. Yeah, for sure and certain. Right, yeah, mate, when are you back from Townsville? Hopefully tomorrow. I hear the Premier's off to Mount Isa. Uh, she's travelling out there, but there's no media events that will be taking place. Uh, so she's going out there to sell Copper String 2.0 out to the locals out there, I believe, and talks with some stakeholders. So we'll be over to Brisbane. Rightio. Okay, mate. Good one. We'll talk to you when you're back, eh? Thank you, Rennie. Cheers. Cheers.